Welcome to LOL Adulthood. to LOL Adulthood and I'm your host Reem and today we're gonna talk about life after death. Yeah, you heard me. We're talking about spooky stuff. Why? Because you know what? Since this new year hit, I've been having an existential crisis. Why? Because I turned 25 this year and you know why that freaks me out? Because that means I'm close to 30. And, um, no offense to anyone who's 30, I just personally feel like that age is not for me, and, um, neither is the age 25. So, um, yeah, and again, this is just all personal preference. It's just when I think about 25, I I throw up a little in my mouth. I don't know if anyone else can relate to this, but I know that thinking about turning 25 makes me think about turning 30, which then makes me think about having my life put together. And like, I don't like, I feel like at 25, you should be having a mortgage and on your fifth kid. But, um, in reality, I live in my parents' basement and they pay for everything. So yeah, I typically eat lunchables for most of my meals so it stresses me out and thinking about that has really limited me to podcasting but here I am because you know it's February new month new me and um I'm trying to set the record straight you know if I have like a number of months left before I turn 25 I can still make my goals happen Anyways, um, sorry for that spiel. Let's, let's dive in deep. Let's dive in deep into liquid nitrogen. Why? Because that's what all cryogenics is about, okay? That's what it is. If you don't know, cryogenics is the process of rapidly freezing a dead person in liquid nitrogen. And people be doing this shit. Right? We don't have any we don't have any secured verifiable data that would prove that chirogenics is like a good thing and it will definitely work. We don't have that. But people out here doing it because <laughs> YOLO it's freaking insane and I don't know if I approve or not because this is giving Lazarus vibes. This is giving monkey paw vibes. They're giving vibes that are not the vibes you feel i feel so you should feel too anyways let's let's talk about this more to start off we need to know the difference between cryonics and cryogenics so cryonics is the rapid freezing of a dead person in liquid nitrogen that process is called vitrification Okay, and then cryogenics is the preservation of a dead person with the support of liquid nitrogen. First of all, let me just say, this is some scurry shit. This is super crazy that, that this is even a thing. Like, I'm just here thinking about how 
oh, this is something definitely in the 2020s. Like, this is this type of mindset and this thinking to implement such a insane preservation project is so futuristic. It has to have been a thing since now. Like, it has to be fairly recent. Wrong! Okay, this shit has been around since the 1960s. Like, what? (laughs) What are you talking For some reason, I thought America and the world was not capable of thinking of such a thing in the 1960s. Yet, here we are. And they have. Like, what? Anyways, there is this company, and it's called Alcor. Alcor is based in Phoenix, Arizona, and this little facility is actually home to 118 patients. That's as of 2013. That just blows my mind to think of that, that there's 118 people who are preserving their bodies to be woken up in the future. Like, for some reason, that is so spooky to me. Like, it seems so unethical. It seems so immoral. It, like, questions every bit of reality for me for that to be a thing. Oh my gosh, I I don't know. Like, what are your guys' opinions right now thinking of this? It is so, like, obscure. Like, some people, after, after they die, they're like, Oh, cremate me. Oh, bury me in a garden so I can become a tree. Oh... Turn me into a vinyl record so you can play me. Oh, make me into a firework. Spread my ashes in the ocean. No, these people are be like, hell nah, we're gonna live a second time. And I'm just like, that's a bit selfish, okay? But Alcor, they have this whole process, okay? If you are interested in preserving your body, this is what they're going to do. First of all, you're going to have to be a member of their organization, right? So you're going to have to pay a monthly fee. That monthly fee is like $170, right? So you got to be rolling in the dough for this shit. So if you a broke bitch, I'm sorry, this is not in your cards. So you have to pay this monthly membership, right? For upkeep of the facility and maintaining all the tanks that people are preserved in. You know, just showing that you're loyal and that you are invested into their research and their projects. Then, depending on what you want preserved, whether that's your your head, that's going to cost you $80,000 to preserve your head. But if you're wanting to preserve like your whole body, it's going to cost you about $200,000. Like, <laughs> what? And then once you have paid that, there is a standby team on call for you. So what is a standby team? So this is what happens when you're on your deathbed and you're about to die. You have to call Alcor and let them know that you're dying, okay? And once you inform them, the team flies over or drives over to your house and they wait until your very last breath. So for some people, it could take months, it could take days, even hours, and this team will be right by their side 
waiting until the very moment you die to collect you and put you in an ice bath right away. Once they put you in an ice bath, they um, hook you up to a breathing machine to make sure that blood is circulating, air is circulating through your brain and your body so that, you know, cells and tissues stay as much as alive as possible before getting to the facility, right? Because the moment you die, you have to take in consideration parts of your body are dying off too. So they're trying to be as preservative as possible the moment you die. So after they transfer you over to that ice bath and they plug you to that machine and um, fill you with medication to help with that preservation, they ship you to their facility. So if you're in like Canada, you're gonna have to hop on a commercial flight, right? Or you have to be driven to the facility. And then once you arrive there, they place you on a operating table and they start emptying out your entire body of any form of fluid. So that includes your blood and obviously your other bodily fluids. <laughs> and um, they take out all the blood vessels and everything and they inject you with chiroprotectant. And essentially that's like an antifreeze. And they fill you up with that because they don't want your cells to freeze up. Because if they were to melt you a hundred years from now, you would just turn into freaking mush. So um, they put antifreeze in you. And then after that, they zip you up in a sleeping bag, flip you upside down, and put you in a tall silver capsule. And you're immersed in liquid nitrogen. And then you just sit there dead until technology advances and medicine has gotten to the point where they could revive you. God knows what happens next after that. That whole process is like so insane to me. And the fact that this company, as of 2013, they had like 118, right? Like that is so crazy that people are so desperate to do something like that. Why do you want to live a second life so badly, right? That's your initial thought. It's kind of selfish if you're taking up this much space where someone else could use it. But the founder, Max Moore, his argument is that when it comes to chiropreservation, it's about helping emergency medicine and improving um, medical research, improving science, improving the health of society and humanity in general. An example he said was 60 years ago, imagine you're walking outside and you see a person in front of you kneel over and freaking collapse to the ground because they stopped breathing. You would run over to them to see you if they're okay, and then you realize they're not breathing, so you declare that person dead and dispose of them, right? But obviously, nowadays, you wouldn't do that because you'd be like, oh my gosh, I can administer CPR or some other um, life-saving maneuver and bring this person back to life. That was his argument, and I, I feel like that's a pretty good point to make personally. I'm like, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. 
But then again, I'm just like, sometimes you just gotta let go and you, you can't preserve everything. The reason I was thinking about that is because, so Alcor recently added a new member to their facility and it's their youngest member she's three years old and she's from thailand so what happened was she had cancer and she was not doing well at all and her parents they're engineers so they know a lot about chirogenics and they're like we can't let her go we need to have hope that in the future there will be medicine to cure her because obviously in the present right now there is none so we need we need to invest in this so they call up Alcor and the standby team goes over there and they wait till that girl dies up to her very last breath and they ship her to Phoenix Arizona and the family preserved her brain only and she's just chilling there now just chilling in those tanks and the family is like hopefully medicine will be so far advanced that she will be able to live a life she deserved because her life was stolen from her essentially and they were saying how some people think oh yeah with chirogenics you're gonna be um you're gonna start waking up maybe 100 to 500 years from now but this thai family said no the way technology is moving and the way medicine is moving right now they believe it's going to happen in a couple of years. Like, it's going to happen fairly soon. When I saw that interview, I was like, what? That's so creepy to think about. Like, yes, I think it's, it's like a cool concept. It's beneficial to the study of medicine and improving the lives of humanity. It's kind of essentially like donating your body to science. But my question is, when they wake you up, who are you? Especially, like, if you paid for only having your brain preserved, they're going to attach you to a new body and fill you up with someone else's blood. And you're going to be awake after being gone for years. How would that feel? Who would you be? I'd imagine it feels so, 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 so much different than waking up from a long nap or a really long, deep dream. I don't, I, I don't know if you'd come back as the same person. Reading some interviews and they were saying, obviously when you preserve your body in liquid nitrogen, it's not like it's a time machine and you're going to look the way you did as you died you're going to look different so i'm just thinking about that and it's like how different can you look it's not like they're embalming you but they are putting antifreeze inside your body so like what what are you even gonna look like like what does that even mean like that is so freaking spooky and you know what there is no there's no, um, what is this? What is that word? I can't even think of the word. There is no verifiable data to prove that chirogenics and this whole process of chiro preserving is going to be guaranteed. Like, they don't guarantee anything 
about you having a second life. It's not guaranteed and they don't know if it will work. And the only reason this became a thing, an idea, an initial thought was because there was a study way back then using these worms. So what they did is they they got these three worms, they put them in a petri dish filled with bacteria, food they eat, right? And in that dish, they put a chemical in there that smelled like um, almonds, right? So that when these worms were surrounded by food, they would associate the smell of almonds with food. After doing some runs and conditioning these worms, they decide to freeze them, right? And then in their second study, what they did is they had two Petri dishes. One Petri, petri dish had the frozen worms and the second petri dish had regular worms, right? And then they were placed in the center of the dish and then they placed bacteria at the top of the dish with that chemical that smelled like almonds. And they did it for both petri dishes. And they wanted to see if the worms would wake up even though they're frozen because they smell food and they did so they found out that the worms that were frozen maintained their memory and after being frozen for so long they were able to associate the smell of almonds with food and they that woke them up and this is their basis for chirogenics from what I read according to the article on Google uh, and the BBC and I'm just here thinking um, that makes no sense you know like they're they're not the same they're not the same level but why are we doing these comparisons like how does a equal rocket ship <laughs> it makes no sense it doesn't and these worms apparently they have cells inside them that prevent them from completely freezing up too so genetically they are meant for these things and we as people are not and I don't know I just overall I think this is so crazy that we're doing this and we're doing something so uh, extreme you know I just feel like it's unnecessary and I just people uh, people need to let go like that's so sad what they're doing to that little girl. But again, she's dead. So it's like, no harm, no foul, right? So what are you going to do? The the owner of Alcor, he also, he was like saying, he gave a couple quotes. And he said that cryonics is a step to make the choice of death either compulsory or an option. And that this is not about living forever, but it's about having an indefinite lifespan. When I heard him say that, I was like, what, sir? Like, what are you talking about? Because first of all, I feel like living forever and indefinite lifespan are like the same thing. Like, I don't know how 
those are different. Or maybe I'm just illiterate. Somebody tell me. <laughs> like, I, I don't even know. Like, it makes no sense to me. This is... This is just like, I don't know, this is like too intense. This is intense. And then, and then he said, medicine is continually getting better. Those who die today could be cured tomorrow. And when I read that, I got chills because, again, you're waking up the dead. Is this how we're going to have zombies? Is this how zombies come to America? Because again, imagine you're waking up and they fill you up with somebody else's blood and somebody else's body. You've been gone away for so long. It's kind of like they pulled you out from where you were. This other form of life. They pull your consciousness out from there and they wake you up here right now in this new body. How are you going to feel? How are you going to function? Something's going to get fucked up and you're going to want to eat brains or something. But you know who doesn't care if this happens? I mean, I guess he, I can't say he doesn't care. But he is a patient for future cryonics that you may know. And you may know him. He's the creator of Family Guy, The Cleveland Show. Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, Seth MacFarlane has signed up for Chironics. And you know what? I'm not surprised. He does give the vibe that he would do that. And another person that you may know that signed up for it is former Red Sox superstar Ted Williams. That's right. He froze his head after he died. And you know who else did? His son. Like, what the heck? I don't know. The way the future is looking sounds so intense to me right now. I I don't even know where to start. But again, this is not that big of a deal. It's not like they're waking these people up now. That's not even the case. They're just preserving them. Like, imagine what it's going to be like for us to experience in our lifetime the waking up of these frozen, these frozen dead bodies. And that's so scary. Because think about it. These people, they've died and now they're frozen. In the studies that they did before implementing chirogenics, like that worm study I told you guys about, those worms didn't die before they were frozen. They were frozen alive. So again, like it makes no sense what this research is based on. At the end of the day, it's like more of a stem cell capsule for families. I don't know. But yeah, those are my thoughts on chirogenics. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Like, would you guys consider freezing yourself in liquid nitrogen? Is this something up your guys' alley? I don't feel like it's up my alley. I don't even feel like I'd be able to do that. I think when it comes to death, I'd personally want to become like a tree. Like, be like 
placed in like an earth pod and then planted in a forest or something and grow into a tree. I think that's what I would want for myself. But um, yeah, I don't think I would want chirogenics. I just, I personally feel like it's like not humane. You know, we're all meant to die and the fact that you want to come back after already having a turn, I feel like it's not the vibe. But then again, I'm like, why am I hating on these people when they clearly are finessing the game? Like, why am I so triggered? I don't know. I have no idea. So again, that's chirogenics for you. Cryonics. Cryogenics. Freezing people. What a great... What a great way to, you know, go about your afterlife. That's crazy. Not for me, but for them. That's a bit crazy. Let me know what you guys think. Would you consider ever doing this? Is this something that you feel like is actually going to be beneficial to society? Who do you think would also invest in chirogenics? I feel like um, Bill Gates would do it. For some reason, I feel like Ellen DeGeneres would do it too. And I also feel like Bella Hadid's dad would do it. He just gives, he gives off that energy that he would. I don't know him personally, obviously, but that's the energy he really just emulates is that he would freeze his body to live another life. But yeah, those are, those are just my thoughts. And I would love to hear your guys's. We can connect on Instagram at loladulthood. Feel free to DM me or send in any comments. I would love to hear from you. Again, I just want to say thank you for listening and being constant fans. Um, it really has been motivating and it's been so sweet to know that I have you guys to talk to. You guys are my favorite and I really do appreciate you. Again, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.